Well, hello everybody. That this is Dr. Hank, and I welcome you uh, to Agent Wealth uh, Success. And uh, we are going to have just an amazing, amazing uh, broadcast today. Uh, we're broadcasting live. We're streaming on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, it's really going to be something special. You know, that we, uh, Agent Wealth Success, is primarily for real estate agents and brokers to increase their business and their wealth. But we're going to go beyond that because my guest today, uh, Jay Mimi, Mimi, who is just a, a, an unbelievable person that um, we both have lots of heart. And so this is really for any and everybody that if you want to be, do, and have more, and if you want to uh, really overcome this situation, these changes that have happened in the world, there's nothing more than great opportunities for us. And um, and so with that, in understanding that, uh, Jay, good morning, and thank you so much for being on the show. Good morning, Dr. Hank. I appreciate you having me on the show. You're an awesome guy. I see your stuff on LinkedIn. We've had a chance to visit some of your uh, workshops, and uh, this is a thrill. This is a yeah. real thrill. Well, likewise, and thank you. And and uh, I, you know, I think I, I'd like to start with because a lot of people think that either you know, right now <laughs> they have it rough, or uh, their upbringing, you know, was rough, and. I know that you you had a choice and you had some real challenges. And could you share with us some of those challenges just so we can be inspired to realize that no matter what the challenge, we can get over it? <laughs> and and that's, that's really the, the case. No matter what the challenge is, uh, you can get over it. I, I'm a big believer that it's not your situation, it's your decisions that determine your destiny. Yeah. Right. It's your right. decisions, not your situation that determine your destiny. Yeah. And that really is something that I've lived by. I, I had to live by that. I didn't really have a choice. I mean, I did have a choice and the choice would have been to become a statistic based yeah. on my my upbringing. But I'm from New York. I uh, grew up in New York. Uh, I live in Dallas now, which is how you and I met right, right. recently. Um, but uh, for the better part of my 48 years, I lived in New York, was in New York, in a, in a place called El Barrio, which is Spanish Harlem. Wow. Um, which in Spanish Harlem, uh, you don't really find often success stories. Right? Yeah. You sort of find the typical stories, especially if you grew up in in, in, in meager means. Uh, I am a product of, uh, of adoption. Yeah. My parents uh, couldn't, uh, they, my, my mom through a series of miscarriages, decided after a while it didn't make any sense to continue to go through that hardship. So they decided uh, back in the 60s to adopt. And uh, they were typical Puerto Rican parents, came from Puerto Rico, didn't have anything, found themselves in Harlem. And wow. he, he, they're living a life. My father's working three jobs. My mom's working in a factory. Wow. And uh, after three miscarriages, they decided let's adopt. Yeah. And uh, so I'm grateful for that. But the the challenge is when they went to the adoption agency after they've received a phone call that, hey, we've got someone here, yeah. uh, they found out that the here was actually two. So I am actually a twin oh. with uh, someone who's walking, who's still in New York, looks like me, talks like me, it, it, no hair, the whole deal. <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> so there's a, there's a carbon copy of Jay Mamie in New York. Wow. Um, but, you know, to my parents' surprise, uh, they didn't expect to raise two. They were planning economically on one. 
Yeah. Uh, so as a result of that, uh, it became very difficult financially and economically for them. And of course, that trickles down to us as we're raised in an environment where there's easy to go down a wrong track. If yeah. you want to have the nicer things, there's always access to those nice things at a cost. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually not a legal cost. Right. So uh, it became something where we had to decide early on. And I think this is what sort of shaped who I am today and the conversations I have with people. Yeah. Um, we lived right across the street from Central Park. So we figured, me and my brother both figured out because we always had that that entrepreneurial spirit, but we knew there was a way to do things better and smarter. And wow. if you're intentional about looking for answers, answers will always find you, right? Success wow. always seeks the prepared mind, right? Mm. Yeah. So we found out, we figured, hey, you know, all these people in Central Park who uh, on the weekends play softball and baseball and the guys are drinking, uh, they're leaving behind beer bottles and cans. And, you know, why most people will walk by that and see a can or a beer bottle, we saw a nickel. <laughs> so at, at 14 years old, uh, uh, Hank, we couldn't believe that all these people would walk around leaving nickels on the ground. Yeah. Oh, wow. So here's, here's a, the first lesson I learned back then was that while most people see poop, others will see profit. <laughs> we didn't see proof. We saw profit. But that challenge upbringing, meaning if we were going to have something, we had to go out and figure out a way to get it. And yeah. it could have been illegally because that was plenty available to do. Yeah or get creative and find a way to generate some income to buy the sneakers and the Jordache jeans and the Nike sneakers and all the things that all the cool kids were wearing back then. And, yeah. you know, that began a journey for us uh, of exploring what you can do when you are intentional. And yeah. if you've got the right spirit to do it, you'll mm -hmm. find a way to become creative. And that, so that tough upbringing is what really draw out for us a chance to be who we are today. And what I love about that is your company sur survived to thrive is, mm -hmm. that, you know, it really is talks about how authentic you are and how you really have lived this and and have have uh, risen above uh, the challenges. And like you say, you know, look for the solution. So if you look at this, what do you find is the common underlining uh, point that can help people to get to where they want to. I know that most people say what, you know, stops people from getting where they need to be. And maybe we start, start there. What stops people from rising above? But then more importantly, how do you rise above? And I think this is a perfect time to discuss this because of this world with these significant changes that mm -hmm. have happened on um, people will have a choice, just like you had a choice as a kid. You could, uh, you know, really either do the illegal or the legal or, you know, poop or profit or, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of different ways of looking at it. And so tell tell us a little about what's stopping uh, people from uh, rising above this. And then how do we rise above what's happening in today's environment? Well, that, that's a great question, because I, 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 I'm dealing with that a lot these days for obvious reasons. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do have a chance to speak with a bunch of groups now and companies and sales organizations, and they're all struggling with with finding answers to this question. Mm 
And one of the things that uh, I'm a big believer in is that you've got to find a reason. You've got to find something that draws you into tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you end up being stuck in the muck and mire of the moment. Yeah. And it's easy for us to get stuck in the muck and mire and the misery of the moment because it's what we see and we are tangible beings. In other words, it's very difficult. And you could, could appreciate this because this is your sure. world. And sure. it's, it's not not everyone has the gift of, of faith or the gift of being able to look into the future. Right. In other words, I'm physically here and I've got a surroundings. Uh, my surroundings are, are not positive or things are challenging. But how can I get myself out of the moment yeah. and place myself into tomorrow? What can I do? How can I draw myself into another day, into what's down the road? And what's my line of sight look like? What's in that line of sight? Yeah. And when you get stuck in, in your surroundings, um, and, and by the way, the reason most people get stuck in surroundings because they pay attention these days to a lot of what's happening on social media. Um sure. They get caught up on the on the on the chatter of their friends and all the negativity. So it cocoons them in the moment. Yeah. And it's very tough to break that barrier. And and Jay, you just, you know, really hit it there on the head is that people are looking at what I call it is what is. They're looking at what is, and whatever we think about will create more of whatever our thoughts are. So if we're mm -hmm. looking at what is. What happens is, I mean, I have people that literally are stifling, are, are is sitting in their apartments, condos, homes in fear. Mm -hmm. And because what they've done is they've, like you said, listen to social media, the news, you know, whatever. And so they have done this, whereas I've just been having a tremendous, like the last two months have just been miraculous, mm -hmm. filled with miracles and everything. But, and it's this other thing about, you saying, find a reason that draws you to tomorrow. And I just love that because um, it's what will be that draws you. So can you give us a, a an example of that right now? Like, how are you thinking about this environment and, um, and, and these changes in the world? And how have you thought about that tomorrow, if you will, and how that is a bright tomorrow for you. Well, I, I, I can share with you, there's a reason why I don't have a choice other than to focus on what tomorrow can draw, what I can draw into tomorrow. And I'll tell you what, I, I have to take a sort of a pause button on that, circle back to that question in a minute, sure. but introduce really what happened on 9-11. Okay. I lived in New York City in 9-11. Wow. I was there. Wow. In fact, my uh, my my spouse back then worked in the trade towers, in the Twin wow. Towers. My former mother-in-law had a salon in the base of the Twin Towers. So I was very familiar with the towers. I lived in oh. the city, the whole deal. Wow. I, I, it was an unbelievable time. But the reason I brought I bring that up is because the similarities of what happened during that 90 days post 9-11, especially if you lived in New York. See, if you lived in California or somewhere removed, you caught it on the news, you turned off the TV, you went about your business. Yeah. But if you lived there, you still saw the smoke was in the air, the, the stench was yeah. real, the trucks driving in and out of the city with the metal, carting out the metal. Um, we could not escape the moment. We couldn't yeah. escape it. 
Right. So we were paralyzed uh, because of the constant barrage and the reminders of what had just happened. We lived in a state of anxiety. It was a very depressive time. When yeah. we woke up from that slumber, uh, Hank, it was 90 days later. It was December. It was Christmas. And I remember thinking to myself and chatting with some of my colleagues, asking, where did the 90 days go? It's almost as if we went into a coma no. or, or a zombie state for 90 days. So when we woke up 90 days later, here's what we didn't have. We didn't have any progress. We didn't have any creative ideas. It was nothing new that we had introduced into our own businesses or uh, into the marketplace because we were stuck there absorbing what was happening. I see a lot of that happening today with people. Yeah. So my caution to them is don't wait the, the 60, 90, four months from now when we get past this season, don't find that you wake up then Yeah. because you were in this state of uh, uh, idleness mm -hmm. that didn't allow for you to become creative or didn't allow for you to become to reinvent or get better or revamp. Yeah. There'll be people that'll come out of this and they'll be the better for it because they've had a chance to take this time to revamp, to reinvigorate, to recreate, develop yeah. new skills, mm -hmm. read new books yeah. right? because they're yeah. planning for tomorrow. And there'll yeah. be those that are just looking to just as I, as I, as my model says, they'll be just looking to survive through this mm -hmm. right? and then worry about thriving later when there's those that are planning on thriving right now. Oh, right on. And I'm I'm with you on that one, Jay. And I'm looking to thrive right now and looking at that future and what will be. And I just love it. So you 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 talked about no choice. Uh, uh, tell me how you mentally put yourself into no choice. Because most people would say, hey, I have a choice to look at this as this is the worst possible thing and get into all the drama, or I have a choice to make this the best opportunity ever. There are literally people, uh, there are thousands of people becoming millionaires every day because they've been looking for, this, uh, for the opportunities right. there. And so uh, how do you get to a point where you uh, you don't have a choice. You just got to go on that side of the wanted, if you will. Well, look, at the end of the day, when you decide whether or not you're going to stay put or move forward, one of those two things is going to happen 30, 60, 90 days from now. You're going to find that as the time lapses, this is what I tell folks, time will lapse with or without you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So the the 60, 90 day older you more than likely will be here and yeah. you're going to have to confront that person in 30, 60, a year from now, that old, that one year person who is older than you, mm -hmm. as you confront that person a year from now, if you're no better a year from now than you were today, you're going to have to answer to that one person, uh, that older person when they ask you, what did you do for the here. <laughs> Times were tough, but yeah. what did you do during that time? Right. So I always lived by the concern that what am I going to say to myself when I meet that person at some point? Oh, that's great. I love that. I, I just I absolutely love it. That, by the way, I'm taking notes here and I'm, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm all this just invaluable 
priceless information. I'm taking notes and remember everybody, I'm a mental scientist and I know stuff like this and take notes and then mm -hmm. review it afterwards. And this whole notion about when you face in 90 days and six months and a year from now, what, you know, when you face you, that what did you do during that time? And, you know, and I think maybe a way to really hit the heart here is what did you do for your family too during that time? You know, did you buy into that? Because where do you get, what do you get out of just buying into all of this stuff? And I, in fact, have an article about, actually this virus it's it's basically the flu and on on how really when people would understand on how one article basically says on how it is how it's going and how everything is just fine and that you know not uh, uh, there's not a lot of people that died out of this and it raw numbers there are but in percentages there aren't and it's like any other flu but you know to get into that and again i don't want to get into any of that because it's about I can't control that, but what I can control is how I'm thinking right now and how I'm feeling. And you're sharing with us, hey, let's think about you know the future there. So um, your sales coaching company survived to thrive, and you have a personal brand with the theme that uh, just don't um, survive, thrive. And I love that, that uh, because if, if your goal is just to survive, that's where you'll end up being. Correct. Or, you know, whatever, and to thrive. So what is that theme about? And, and what should other people know about that, Jay? Well, look, I, it, it kind of goes back to what we just talked about in terms of choice. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, uh, exactly what you just said. You're either going to trickle through life, surviving, getting the crumbs off the table, whatever life throws at you, or you could decide to take personal responsibility for your success and thrive. And so I'm very hard with, with very hard and very harsh, but in a loving way when I'm speaking and coaching and chatting with, with folks, even on the financial side, which is what I do a lot of financial coaching as well. Yeah. I said to them, look, your success is your responsibility. Your mm. wellness is your responsibility. Mm. It really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing or isn't doing. At the end of the day, it's what you are doing based on your own personal effort, based on your recognition that if it's going to be, it's up to me. Right. Yeah. And that is what thriving is about. Mm. Thriving is always looking for the next best version of you mm. and the next best version of your economic situation, your health situation, your mental situation. Okay. And I'm, I'm tough when I say to them, it's not okay to not thrive. It's not okay to not make money. It's not okay to not be healthy. It's not okay to not be happy. It's not okay to not be positive. Yeah. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Who sold you that bill of goods? <laughs> Yeah, it's right, just right. thriving is about deciding it's not okay yeah, to be yeah. broke. Yeah, exactly. It's not okay to struggle. It's yeah. not okay not to advance. It's yeah. not okay to stay stuck. Yeah. It's not okay to complain. Right. That's what thriving is about. Yeah, I love that. And uh, it kind of reminds me, I had a family member on one of my shows of doing a show on 
Tuesday for real estate uh, professionals and all professionals at noon uh, central time. Everything's noon central time. But Tuesday for real estate professionals, Wednesday for everybody. And it's called Health, Wealth, and Success. And then Thursday just for real estate agents. But this Health, Wealth, and Success that um, I had a, I'll just call it a close a family member of mine on and afterwards called me up and it's actually my oldest brother <laughs> and he, <laughs> called, he called me up and he's going to tell me about how life is going to be and he goes you know it was very positive but you know you're looking through your glasses these rosy glasses and i'm like well, yeah, because, you know, what, what do you want? And so what, what's input, the influence that I recognize I was under as a child and that didn't come from my brother. It came from my dad, right? My dad gave him those beliefs. Then he still held on to those beliefs and, and trying to give them to me. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're all under these beliefs that we're not even aware of where mm -hmm. we're told, hey, face reality and i always say there's no way in agll i'm going to face <laughs> reality that i'm going to create reality and that's what we're here for is to create and you certainly have that and so what advice and i know you mainly deal you know with business owners entrepreneurs uh success seekers and i love that that uh when you are uh, advising with them and coaching them and one of the things you brought up is holding them accountable and that's something that really all of us need you know i have five different coaches people go you got a coach i go heck yeah you know <laughs> in fact after we're after the show i'm going to go see one of my coaches but what would you um um, advise in these um, in these new times, these uncharted waters that uh, you know we can find our lighted path on or not. That what would your counsel be for us with that? You know, I, I would say that it's very important not to drift. Nah, not to drift. And let me give you, if I can give you the the trailer version of a talk I did. Uh, for, in fact, you're a real estate uh, guru. So this was yeah. a talk I did for uh, Better Homes and Garden, right. their organization in, in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, I was talking about the tendency during times like this to drift. And, and to be honest with you, Hank, it's it not these circumstances that we're in sort of gives uh, a person a, a little bit of an easier time to drift. In other words, it accommodates the drifter. Right. Yeah. However, even when you don't have times like this, we as human beings have a tendency to drift. Mm. So the way that I can explain that is, is I, I'm a um, I'm a, a private pilot, uh, almost done with my with my uh, I have to I take my test soon. But in my early years of uh, taking my classes, one of the things I learned was the tendency for a plane. And some of you who might have licenses would know this. Wow. Um, if you're flying straight on in, in the horizon. If you're watching your instruments and the instruments sort of tell you that you're uh, going from point A to point B and you're, you're following the trajectory, which is usually how you follow that trajectory map. Yeah. Um, one of the things I learned early on from my my trainer, uh, he said to me that you have to follow that instrument because you might think you're going straight because you have nothing to gauge. You have nothing to give you. An you're in the air. You're, there's nothing here. Right. Yeah. But so you think you're going straight, but the crosswinds keep pulling you 
uh, to the left or to the right, depending on the direction of the crosswinds. So yeah. here you are, you think you're flying straight, but here's what's happening. Yeah. You think you're flying straight. So before you know it, you're so far off course because you've drifted. Yeah. So the, the instrument that allows you to stay on track, uh, the radar, the, the, uh, the, uh, on the panel, it tells you to adjust. Right? <laughs> hey, I'm the hey, I'm the course corrector. <laughs> you got it. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I okay. So that instrument allows you to course correct. So one of the things I, I encourage people is um, you're going to have the natural tendency to drift. Yeah. Problems are the crosswinds. Negative relationships, crosswinds, mm. kids, the crosswinds, a boss, <laughs> the crosswinds, your manager, crosswinds, mm. sickness, a crosswind, mm. your own self. If you if you leave it to your own cognizes, you will be your own drifter all yeah. on your own. Right. So you have to have you have to surround yourself with the instruments that mm. allow you to course correct. So what are the instruments? Good people. Yeah. Good coaches, as you you've got five of them. Mm -hmm. A good study program to develop. Uh, a, a good regimen daily of mental uh, clarity and, and meditation and prayer, whatever it is. All of these things and then some mm -hmm. provide course correction because mm -hmm. the challenge that we have normally, without any circumstances that are unprecedented, like we're in right now, yeah. we have a tendency to drift because there's always going to be crosswinds in our lives. Yeah. So find a way to get around course correction so wow. that way you don't so that you when you wake up, you don't realize how far off course you really are and how much more is going to cost you in time and money to get back on track. You know, that's a, just a great analogy. I just love that. And, and my dad was a pilot in World War Two and was shot down, oh, was in a prison camp for a year, a German prison camp for wow. a year. And uh, so I, it really touches my heart on just, you know, hearing all on the fly. But what a great analogy. And I think that what's happening, too, now is those crosswinds, you don't even know they're there, like you were saying, but they're stronger than ever because basically uh, most, I think, people are at home now. And they're kind of getting used to whatever their new routine is. And typically it's not, you know, in the business or, you know, helping grow their business or whatever. And so it can be a very subtle thing on where, you know, you're just sleeping in a little bit longer or, you know, and, and it, it just starts taking you off that course to where you're sleeping in longer and well, you're not gonna go whatever it is, you know, check your business email or you know whatever and so this is actually the strongest crosswinds maybe any of us will ever have and we Absolutely. don't know they're there yeah and, and for all of us to have this wake-up call and like you were calling it a slumber that you know that we get into this slumber and the wake-up call and the wake-up call is right now right now correct correct yeah great were you going to say something else there, Jay? Yeah, I was going to say that this here, those the listeners that are tapping into this 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 gem of a podcast and what you've been able to do for them, um, is another aspect of a wake up call. Yeah, it's another aspect of a wake up call. So yeah. I, I agree with you. This is this is a wake up call. 
I love that. <laughs> and again, it's gentle, it's love, and uh, and I love these disciplines uh, you mentioned. And so let's help people with the wake-up call, because we said it's going to be right now. And so some free advice, if you will. And and uh, and why we're talking that? How how would we get a hold of you, Jay? What's the best way to uh, get a hold of you? Uh, and and um, uh, and I think you said that you'd even be willing to give them a, like a free session, even, you know, 20 minute session, you know, on how to really uh, do the wake up call. So, so you get a free wake up call right? right. <laughs> and uh, how can they get a hold of you? Well, there's a number of different ways. And by the way, uh, Hank, you're absolutely correct. Anyone who reaches out to me, I, I'd be more than happy to grab some time with them. Uh, 20 minutes of a conversation just to, and if, and if I can pour value into their lives in those 20 minutes and that's the last time I hear of them, then that's okay. I, I've served my purpose. I, I know why I'm here, just like you know why you're here, right? right. Uh, sometimes it's just a momentary uh, meeting. That's all it takes, right? right? And, and mission accomplished, check that off. And one day we'll get a chance to see, oh yeah, you met that guy that one time. He changed his life with that 20 minutes. Exactly. So 20 minutes is sometimes can change a person's life. Yeah. But so they can get in touch with me. We'll have to spend time uh, with that and whatever multiple different ways I can help them. Absolutely. Beautiful. But they can reach me through a number of different ways. Number one, I've got my website, vjmamie.com. So my name, but the word V, T-H-E, right before that. Okay. They can reach me through that email. They could also find me on Facebook, at vjmamie on Facebook. They can certainly look, track me down there. Okay. I've got my YouTube channels. Okay. Uh, they can Google Jay Mamie. I've got two YouTube channels out there. Right. They can also email me at jmamie at yahoo.com. That's the quickest way to get me. It'll come right to me. Okay. Uh, so in a number of different ways I can be reached. And, and at, at any point in time I can help anyone, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So let's get into the good stuff. So um, the wake up call. And so one of the things, what would you say and, and kind of as we wind down here that what would be um, your, you know, maybe top one, two, three things for a wake up call. And it might be in that meditation, those daily exercise, but what would you uh, suggest that we do in order to wake up out of our slumber, take control, think about tomorrow and become our greatest possibility? Well, I, I think a wake-up call has to be hard. And, I, and here's what I mean by that. Yeah. If I go to my son, my son's 10 years old. And, and if, if you have kids, you, you, you know, trying to wake up a 10-year-old sometimes is not the easiest thing. Right? <laughs> it's just not. When you were 10. <laughs> just like I was when I was 10. Is absolutely correct. Right? Yeah. So you can't go to, my, to a child or the average person and say, wake up. <laughs> right? You, sometimes you guys, hey, wake up, you got to clap the hands. You really have to get them moving, right? So mm -hmm. the epitome of a wake-up call mm -hmm. is to jolt. Mm -hmm. In a way, you awake. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? How do you how does a person do that? In my opinion, one of yeah. the ways to do that is you first have to recognize your deficiencies. Mm -hmm. I am deficient at, and this is where honesty has to come in. And this is where you have to put aside what I call cognitive biases to the side uh -huh. and say, truly, I am deficient 
at this. I am deficient at getting better. I'm a deficient at prospecting. I'm deficient at listing. If we're mm -hmm. talking about realtors, wow. I'm, I'm deficient. This is what I am deficient at. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize what am I am? What am I falling short? Yeah. And here's where the wake up call begins to unravel. If I don't get better at my deficiencies, if I don't improve at what I'm deficient at, what's it going to cost me? Mm -hmm. It's going to cost me something if my ability to communicate effectively is not improved. It's going to cost me if I don't get up and find creative ways to prospect. Mm -hmm. It's going to cost me if I don't get to the gym and work out. It's going to cost me if I continue, if I don't improve what I'm putting in my mouth. Mm -hmm. What's it going to cost me? Mm -hmm. Wow. And here's, wow. A, here's a, the, the puncher of the, uh, the wake-up call. <laughs> right? Am I okay with that? Yeah, yeah. It's going to cost me thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, quality of life, happiness, joy, peace, prosperity. All those things is going to cost me if I don't get up and prospect, if I don't get up and self-improve. That's what I recognize. That's what it's going to cost me. Now I've got a hard decision to make. Am mm -hmm. I going to be okay with that? Yeah. If and you're so, okay with, yeah. If I'm not okay, which I bet all of us won't be okay with that, that what's a good next step then? Well, you have to create an action plan. Okay. But here's what's key. If you are deficient at action plans, mm -hmm. then get the help. <laughs> right. right. You yeah. have to get, because it's easy to say, well, I need an action plan. Yeah. And, then, and then know that I'm not good at one because mm -hmm. you've tried it in the past and continue yeah. to, to travel down that road of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I tell people, I said, look, you, you're either going to dabble mm -hmm. or you're going to get serious. Mm -hmm. Serious people do serious things. Yeah. yeah. Dabblers dabble. Yeah. So if yeah. you're serious, then what does a serious person do? They mm -hmm. invest time in getting better. They invest money in, in those that can help them get better. You, you just you just do the things that you know you cannot do on your own. You you just do that. Yeah. Right. You just do it. Serious love people that. will do serious things. Yeah. Love that. Love it. So um, what's ahead for you now, Jay? Tell us on a little about on how you're thinking and and you know that tomorrow, if you will. Well, I, I you know it's, it's if you look at my board, I'm not going to turn the camera, but my board there, I've got my uh, my board. Like I'm sure you've got one too, and it says yeah. Mamie Empire. Right? <laughs> and you've got one too. So you're going to show me one. Look at that. See? Yeah, I got all kinds. There you go. Right? <laughs> 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 it, it's amazing yeah. how like-minded people yeah. think, right? So right. I've got my board. I've got all my stuff lined out for this year. I've got a sales course that I am. Uh, it's on my 2020 plan. It's called the Thrive Course. That's it's right. a sales course mm -hmm. for people of all different walks of life. It doesn't matter if you're selling something real estate or, or cars or network marketing. It doesn't matter because at yeah. the end of the day, my background is sales psychology. That's what I went to school for. Ah. Um, so there is fundamentals in, in, in selling that crosses any industry, right? These is there, there are skills that you have to develop in order to go from a novice to a ninja. Yeah. So that thrive course is going to take someone who is maybe 
not in the level of, of salesmanship they'd like to be and ratchet up a notch or someone who's just getting started in the sales world doesn't know anything about selling and that course will take them from novice to ninja using yeah. a lot of psychology which is my background mm-hmm. um and businesses uh so I'm, I'm working on that i've just launched my my site i'm very it's I, I'm, I'm in collaboration with zazzle uh, so for the last three years, I've been posting on my Instagram lots of motivational, inspirational, thought-provoking, influential quotes and sayings and so on. Right. And a friend of mine said, hey, you should probably make that available for people to put it in, in if they want to print it on a canvas, they want to print it on a t-shirt, on a coffee mug. So I just launched my site. It's okay. easy to find. It's Zazzle forward slash DJ Mamie. And how do I do Zazzle? How do I spell that? So it's, it's W. Oh, Zazzle is Z A Z Z L E. Okay, got it, got it. Dot com, and then the forward slash DJ Mamie. I've got oh. tons of wonderful, thought-provoking content that oh. anyone could print it on anything they want to have printed on. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Right. And I've got a few other things that I'm lining. I've got uh, another book that's in in the wing for uh, the, fall, the uh, remaining of this year. Oh, so. This is about, um, as I say, I, I live what I what I preach, you know. Right. I live what I preach. So I, I can look forward and say this is what the future is drawing me towards. This is what I'm being, uh, what my tomorrow will look like. When it arrives, this is what is going to have manifested. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I live what, what I preach. And there's a bunch of other stuff I've got working on. And That's so great. my yeah, plate is not, not empty. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what I love about this, Jay, and it's really for all of us to recognize that there's this momentum in life. And so depending on what your choices are, what happens is it's kind of like dominoes and it just gets bigger and bigger. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, did we ever have a day where we said, oh, the day just can't get any worse than this. And then it gets worse. That now we recognize that we can have a life like you do where, wow, it, can it get any better than this? And you're kind of really asking, you know, like, I know it's going to get better, but you know, can it get any better than this versus can it get any worse than that? And then all of a sudden it does. And that's why you have so many amazing things and wonderful things. And you're an author. I think you've written eight books. This will be nine now. And, you know, to be able to really um, uh, uh, to just expand. And all we need to do, folks, is ask. All you need to ask is show me the way, show me tomorrow, and the Father will do the work and will give you everything that you have asked for. And so, Jay, Mamie, with that, that any closing remarks before we leave? We thank you so much for being on. Any any last thoughts? Well, listen, I just want to encourage people to, to understand that uh, this season will come to an end, right? Mm-hmm. They come. So they can go. They don't come to stay. They come to leave. And this is another one that we'll get past and we'll look back and realize what we were able to accomplish throughout that time. You know, and again, it's not to take away from the reality and the seriousness of it because you have to acknowledge, but you don't have to. There's a difference between acknowledging something and getting sucked into it. Yeah. Um, So it's okay to acknowledge it, but not get sucked into it. And I think that those of you that are, are listening to this podcast, if you 
implement any of the things that the doctor shared or that I shared, you're going to find that you'll be the better for it. But at the end of the day, it's your responsibility to live your best life. There you go. Amen. Well, with that, Jay, Mamie, and Mui, thank you so much for being on the show today. Survive to thrive. And you are the man to help us to thrive. And again, get in contact with Jay and he'll, uh, he'll give you that 20 minutes that can change your life and turn that momentum around to having your tomorrows be golden like Jay's are and like yours will now be. So with all that, uh, Dr. Hank, Agent Well Success, we thank you so much for being on the show today, uh, Jay, and we thank you all for visiting us as uh, we help you become your greatest possibility. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right.